This is the Scoop for Tuesday. Good morning. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines. The Tampa Bay Times reports the Rays are expected to make a major announcement today regarding the completion of a deal to build a new stadium in downtown St. Petersburg. The stadium would be built near the current Tropicana Field site as part of a redevelopment of the 86-acre historic gas plant district and opened for the 2028 season. Based on preliminary information shared in January, the stadium is expected to have a fixed dome roof and an artificial turf field, seat around 30000 and cost in excess of $1.2 billion with contributions from the team, St. Petersburg, and Pinellas County. Ray's principal owner, Stuart Sternberg, told the Tampa Bay Times on September 8th that talks with the city and county were, quote, moving along at a very nice pace, and he was highly optimistic of a deal being reached by the end of the year. Republican Representative Daniel Perez of Miami was designated as the next Florida House Speaker for the 2024-2026 legislative term. WMNS Chris Young reports that a ceremony was held in the House yesterday. Perez will succeed Republican Speaker Paul Renner after the 2024 elections and serve a two-year term. Perez was elected to the House in 2017. He says he was influenced by his experiences as an American of Cuban descent. Members, we're in danger of becoming a conveyor belt. Passing along every bill, funding every project without ever stopping, thinking, and questioning, is this the appropriate use of our power? Government cannot be all things to all people. During the last session, he sponsored a bill that highlighted Governor Ron DeSantis' election priorities. The bill creates an Office of Election Crimes and Security and increases fines for third-party groups that register voters. In a response after the ceremony, House Minority Leader Fentress Driscoll said she is skeptical but hopeful. Now that I've been able to sit through a many, of, many of these, um, they often come with very big promises and with good intentions of changing things. But Tallahassee has a way of just moving with an inertia that's very difficult to overcome. But like I said, we'll see what actually happens when Speaker-designate Perez is in charge and his comments were encouraging to hear. The legislative session starts in January. For WMNF News, I'm Chris Young. A House Republican in Florida filed a bill yesterday that could lift restrictions on the number of hours that 16-year-old and 17-year-old youths can work in Florida. Republican Representative Linda Cheney of St. Pete Beach filed the bill HB 49 for consideration during the 2024 legislative session, which will start in January. The bill would delete part of a state law that says minors who are 16 or 17 can't work before 6.30 a.m., or 11 p.m. for more than eight hours when school is scheduled the next day. The law also bars 16- and 17-year-olds from working more than 30 hours a week when school is in session. It says in the bill, quote, minors 16 and 17 years of age may be employed, permitted, or suffered to work the same number of hours as a person who is 18 years of age or older, unquote. Faith in Florida is registering new voters today in Eatonville to get ahead of a new elections law that requires residents to register to vote by mail more frequently. WMFE's Danielle Pryor reports. Eatonville is the oldest black township in Florida and the home of author Zora Neale Hurston, who wrote Their Eyes Were Watching God. Faith in Florida's Dr. LaVon Bracey says it was an easy choice for this week's voter registration drive, as she calls the town a beacon of independence and hope for black Southerners. Bracey's encouraging everyone who's eligible to either register to vote or make sure that their request to vote by mail is up to date. Because 
a lot has happened in the state of Florida since persons have last voted. We need to let them know the changes that have been made, and we need to get a commitment from them that they are going to make their voices be heard. Under new Florida law SB 90, all standing requests to vote by mail were expunged earlier this year, and voters must request a vote-by-mail ballot every two years. In Orlando, I'm Danielle Pryor. The University of South Florida is showcasing an investigation into over 40 lost cemetery grounds in Hillsborough County. Experts say that almost half of the located sites mainly held the graves of African-Americans, Afro-Cubans, or were classified as, quote, colored during the segregation era. Christina Arenas is a direct descendant of enslaved blacks who were buried in the disappeared cemetery of Keystone Memorial Park in Odessa. She stresses the importance of the exhibit and the lost burial grounds for their communities. For many years, you would not even know, no one would know that they even existed and what they contributed to that area. And now it will be in print. Now someone can Google and they'll be able to see a little bit of the history our ancestors provided for the area. The exhibit is open to the public through January 30th in the Social Science Building of the USF Tampa campus. South Florida Congressmember Debbie Wasserman Schultz has a dire message for constituents. A potential federal government shutdown by the Republican-led House would kneecap working families and federal employees. Extreme MAGA Republicans are going to rain down on our federal employees and on the people who need access to the benefits that they provide. So we're in a rock and a hard place. Federal government employees may be furloughed, disabling scores of agencies and departments if Congress fails to pass a dozen spending bills before the start of the new fiscal year, October 1st. For the weather, it's mild and cloudy in the Tampa Bay area. Highs today just below 90. Overnight lows in the lower 70s. Possible showers later today. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines on 88.5 FM and the WMNF app. This is The Scoop. Recorded at WMNF Tampa.